0: Welcome to The Skim presented by Stellar. Wednesday is about to get a whole lot better the skim is your new 30 minute celebrity gossip digest from hollywood to hey you social media to the small screen listen up every wednesday and you'll never be scratching your head when the whatsapp is lit again i'm denise Curtin, and i am back with rebecca Keane this week hi rebecca Woohoo! Woohoo! that's the excitement i need right now i really need that excitement <laughs> I really need that excitement in my life.
1: Yeah, thanks. Thanks for holding down the fort last week. Um, I'm so happy to be back. Um, yeah, it's been a long week.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we're, we're, we're thrilled to have you back, you know, to have your voice back on the airwaves. We my even call it, it podcast downs. waves. <laughs> and that's it. And you know what? I needed your excitement today because this morning I have actually just had pandemic irritation as we like to call it um in stellar pandemic irritation is that how we call it pandemic irritation anyway where you just find everything is absolutely infuriating uh, people yeah who love- i
1: actually saw a uh, new york times wrote a a piece about languishing it's like where you're literally like on the border of like giving up and being on a breakdown but you're kind of like not fully there yeah and I was just like oh
0: god do we need more terms to describe <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how shit we're feeling like we have so many like literally so many and I think it was Amy Edmonds one of our stellar writers she covered pandem irritation or is it pandem irritation it's a mouthful anyway she covered it for I think it could have been the March or April issue of stellar and yeah it's basically just how the usual things that we do in our life before the pandemic are now just infuriating us. Like breathing is annoying because we're just so angry with the world that we live in. And I really got hit by pandem irritation this morning. I was trying to make my bed and it just wasn't doing what I wanted it to do. And I actually was like punching my pillow. Then I went down to make my coffee and I was getting angry, just like boiling the kettle. I was like, oh my God, just hurry up. Like, I was like, okay, you need to relax. You need to Man versus Denise, one yeah. nil. <laughs> yeah. Honestly though, I was like, oh my God, but I'm really getting hit by it today the anger was just yeah. bubbling inside of me but you know I think
1: I, I actually spotted our first um the skim fan in my village Um, oh. I was like yeah I was just walking along and then I saw like this kid you know like them scooters that it kind of divides into two and you kind of have to like shake your hips <laughs> to go on it yeah. and yeah. he was like coming towards me and I was like oh my god oh my god and like he didn't say anything but he was wearing crocs and I was like You listen to this game, like you fully are coming towards me to like telepathically tell me that you listen to the game, but also you're on my side about gate. So
0: are you um, sure it wasn't a paparazzi or something like I know they 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 tend to follow us around? Yeah, like in in uh, North
1: Meath, they're like, that's where they all live. <laughs> um, I heard that before that like they all hide out. Uh, so yeah, maybe it was maybe it had a very, very small micro camera, but he uh, <laughs> was rocking the Crocs. And you know what? I wasn't mad about it.
0: I know you are you are a croc stan I don't know how I feel about it I am still anti-croc I think I will be hopefully until the season is out so that I don't become very hypocritical and start rocking them myself but I do think that I am backing what I've said before that I think they are (laughs) incredibly ugly so here's hoping here's hoping I stay with that with that standpoint because I'm not into them and like I said before I love an ugly shoe yeah. Really, really do. But the Crocs take the biscuit. Yeah,
1: sure, sure look. I I have a pair of Doc Martin sandals. Um they have like very thick straps. I see like they're kind of ugly, but they're kind of not. But also like I have no fashion sense whatsoever, so
0: what no, could be I gorgeous like,
1: to me could be, like, ugly to someone
0: else. No, see, I like the Doc Martin sandal. I think they're very festy gal. You know, you see them... <laughs> festy gal. <laughs> festy gal. You see them on the festivals gals now, back when festivals were a thing in Ireland. Um, you'd see a lot of them at tube, forbidden fruit, the likes. Mm-hmm. And I do like them. But like you were saying, each to their own. Don't come at me because I don't like Crocs. I won't, you know, terrorise you in the street if you're wearing them. I just personally don't enjoy them. <laughs> um but anyway moving on to our stories of the week um I'm excited to hear what you have to throw at me
1: okay so for this week's hard sell um who weekly reported that uh Rita Ora and um this New Zealand director Taika Waititi he um won an Oscar for Jojo Rabbit and he also directed Thor he's kind of like a general cool hot dad like known for wearing like really flashy like funny shirts and also just like all over my Twitter timeline every now and again like it just pops up how cool he is or how much people love him so yeah um he was married to uh Chelsea Winstanley so I think it kind of came to a shock that he wasn't married anymore I think that was the initial thing but also Rita Ora just I just feel like if I was at the most random place if I was at Bergheim in Berlin if I was at the pearly gates of heaven I feel like I'd fucking see Reed Aura with like the leader of the Illuminati how does she keep getting herself into these like A-list situations like I just can't no. I feel like I'm just so exasperated that she's like the most random person on earth and she just like is in the best places or like she's with the best people it's just so bizarre to me
0: yeah, I don't understand it. She is definitely a major DM slider. I can just you can sense it off her. Like she DMs everyone. She's the kind of person as well that no matter where she's eating, she tags the restaurant and hope that she gets a coupon. You know, she <laughs> she has that aura. Oh, I hate myself. And that's the end of this
1: week's podcast, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. (laughs) (laughs) But I just, I, okay, you know, she is, she is A list, but I'm, I feel like she, could be you know walking down the street with glenn close or something like she she obviously is a list because she's like a pop star and an actor and stuff like that but she gets herself into like these very high level celeb situations and like her personality isn't that spectacular or anything no Um, so i don't know how or why she met um taika but uh she uploaded an instagram as well where like he's hugging her in the Instagram okay very innocent a hug I know but also Tessa May Thompson was tagged in the post so like again hanging out with these huge international stars um and I just don't get it
0: yeah and you're kind of like as well where's the connection like yeah if, if it was a bit more clear cut as to how they're hanging out or how they met you'd be like okay that makes sense but mm-hmm. it just seems to happen out of nowhere I don't know yeah Oh, Rita Aura's- works
1: hard but Rita Ora's management works harder like
0: Honestly, they do. Like, I haven't liked her for many a year. I interviewed her back in my Spin Southwest heyday. Um, it was a phone interview, you know. I was still in college. Uh was told that I had like six or seven minutes to interview her, uh halfway through a question and she just hung up. Oh my god. I wasn't asking her anything that was seen inappropriate. I wasn't asking her anything even remotely like think about it now I'm about a 20 year old college yeah, you know in intern break. I'm asking her like what's your inspiration behind the album how many where do you <laughs> see yourself in five years like the questions now are as bland as bloody boiled rice but she hung up anyway and then obviously we rang back and I was speaking to her management and I was like oh how you know was there a, like a, a fault with the connection Blah blah. And they were like oh no she just thought that the six minutes were up so wow that, I was oh like, my okay, god cool that's no worries don't say goodbye don't even help me wrap up this interview for a radio segment a nice harsh cut midline I was like Christ. that will that would be easy to edit thank you very much oh my god. yeah so um so yeah my uh, distaste for her has um, has a bit of history behind it but yeah <laughs> she is she is a random 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 yeah. gal she, she, she pops really, up anywhere she really really does she does um going from one kind of like a list question mark to an actual a list exclamation point my heart sell this week is about harry styles um i'm sure you've all seen the multiple headline that has been floating around over the past week about harry styles and his upcoming movie role uh, the mirror actually wrote and i quote harry styles to go nude for sex scenes as he plays gay policeman in new movie and i mean Who isn't going to click into that headline? The Mirror know what they're doing and the fanfare surrounding Harry Styles is wild. Anything he does, his fans are out in their droves. And yeah, he's hella loved. Um, The film he's doing, if if people who are listening don't know, it's uh, called My Policeman, set in the 1950s where Harry plays a police officer named Tom who has an affair with a man played by David Dawson while married to Emma Corrin's character Marion. So yeah, the film, I think has just gone into production at the beginning of April and it's it's gonna be a big one but uh what I love is that Grazia did a piece talking about how Harry Styles nude became a new breakout search term on Google how lighting how creepy it actually is that everyone is gasping for a gawk or non-consensually leaked photo of Harry Styles now so was it granted, a, so was it a, like a, a leaked shot from like the the set or no so we haven't had a leaked shot as of yet but people 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 are on the hunt for one because they hear he's going to be nude in the film. And now all of a sudden Google trends are spiked because people are like, I need to see what we're dealing Mm -hmm. with, if you get me. So, um, yeah, there was crazy, you know, fanfare surrounding like, oh, my God, I need to see, I need to see, I need to see. And Grazia just did quite an interesting take and kind of retaliation to the tabloid headings and the, you know, Consequently, the like search for pictures of him saying, you know, if there is a leaked photo of him online, it is a violation of his privacy. And basically, just stood up and said, granted, we're all dying to know, you know, what he looks like naked, but maybe let's not feed into the culture we hate by searching for naked pap shots <laughs> of him. So yeah, I uh, I would read the article um if you haven't yet. It's on Grazia.co.uk, and it's called "Googling Harry Styles Nude is Just as Creepy No Matter What His Gender." And uh, Yeah, I enjoyed it. Would you call yourself a Harry Styles fan? Do you know what
1: I am? Like, I really love, um, I really love, you know, any kind of, um, see, the only thing that I love, yeah, I love Harry Styles and I love the way he, you know, wears like dresses or things like that. But like, the only thing is, is that a lot of people have said, like, is he um, queerbaiting? Because like, I don't think he's come out as bi or anything, but I feel like he really lends himself to that narrative like I know um yeah drag queen Bimini she came second in Drag Race UK and someone posted like a, a screenshot of like their Instagram story and Bimini replied to it um saying like oh is this Harry queerbait styles because it's just I feel like it's kind of maybe something he like borrows from but then like does he actually care about gay rights at the end of the day or like this kind of like sexual ambiguity is kind of a I mean, of course, you know, like there's David Bowie, and there's like so many people who have, like, like dipped in and out of it, um, and like they become yeah. a queer icon. So it's kind of like, is he is he making a book from it, like in a capitalist way, or like is it actually something he really believes in? Like, if it's the latter, then t- I'm totally for it. But you know, yeah, like a gay a th- gay star like doesn't get the same acclaim or doesn't get the same, um kind of fanfare when they do the same thing
0: yeah no I totally get what you're saying I think he probably just needs to make it a little bit more clear so that people kind yeah. of can kind of form more of a solid opinion on what it is that he's doing I know he 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 loves the odd designer mm-hmm. piece one that I can never afford but yeah I understand what you're saying when it comes to like his sense of style is it like what like what's the narrative behind it? Yeah,
1: well like we just I think we just live in in a very like um you know we're we're getting better at um like appreciating gay people or you know drag and stuff like that. Um but um like I just but also at the same time like there's stars like LaRue and stuff that have said like it's none of your business whether i'm gay or not like i don't want to talk about my sexuality and like janelle Monet as well for ages everyone was like is she gay is she not so it's i feel like it's kind of like none of our business but also i'm just like dying to know and then definitely appearing in this film is going to win him an even bigger gay audience you know that kind of a way
0: yeah no totally I think we're all extremely curious and interested, invested, want to know more but at the same time we're very sensitive too so there's a lot of emotion and like I don't know interest playing up there as to like what's going on that I suppose makes us want to know exactly what he does. Yeah he's I'm
1: excited for Emma Corrin to be uh, Marion though because like from playing um, Princess Diana in The Crown like she's such a young actress like when you play such a big role sometimes you can just be typecast as that and like it's really hard to move on from it so I'm delighted that she is like moving on to this film like I'd say she's gonna have such an amazing career ahead of her after that job like as her first gig.
0: Yeah no completely because like she's only 25 years old and like you were saying you don't want to see her Mm -hmm. typecast as Diana for the rest of her life and I mean that can so easily happen when a star falls into one role that you know shoots them into fame and then all of a sudden they are the you know love interest, yeah. or they are the kind of typical like dainty little girl, or they have they have this role that they are then stuck with for forevermore. So it's nice to um it's nice to see her potentially yeah. in another but like major it's, it's major so role. To say,
1: but like if I see Daniel Radcliffe in anything, all I can think of is like he's Harry Potter. Why is he why is he trying to be anything else <laughs> than Harry Potter? And he's gone and done Peter, Like I think he's literally just short of like putting acid on his own skin to try and shed the (laughs) Harry Potter narrative but I can't even I was watching Gogglebox a while ago and like the Goggleboxers were watching him in a film and they were all like oh my god it's Harry Potter and I was like it's Harry Potter like I but but also like Jesus there must have been five or six Harry Potter films so I feel like that didn't that didn't help him either but like he just I mean he was Harry Potter since the age of what 12 or 13 or something till he was in his early 20s so and then also me as a child watching it like I'm just like that as Harry Potter you can't tell me anything different.
0: Yeah I think and I think you know what the problem is as well is probably that Daniel Radcliffe looks so like Harry Potter and Harry Potter looks so like Daniel Radcliffe (laughs) you know like he's not wearing like a wig or he's like his (laughs) he looks pretty much the exact same like in and out of characters I think that doesn't that doesn't help the whole kind of like Harry Potter attachment. I know now Zac Efron was the same with High School Musical, musical, sorry, for years and years, he couldn't actually shake High School Musical that he actually wouldn't even speak about it in oh an interviews anymore. He was like, that is so ingrained in my past. I can't even look that mm-hmm. direction. Probably as well, when you're like dating someone who you attach with those films, makes you even, when you break up, makes you even more want to like, remove yourself from them completely. And I'd say that's what happened with him and good old Vanessa Hudgens. Because yeah. even so, like the Friends, um,
1: even the Friends actors are like, you know, it it was such a blessing that they got those roles. You know, like it was a role of a lifetime. But then, like twenty years later, they're still being asked in interviews. Like, oh, when is the friends reunion? Like, it must actually wreck your head.
0: Yeah, definitely. And there's always going to be speculation as well about your friendships within the cast. Mm-hmm. You know, are you still friends with X, Y, and Z? Is there beef yeah. between you? Blah blah. Because people just want a scoop. You know, they want a story. They want to you know, like. Oh my god! Is there actually a rift between you and Courtney Cox? Like, tell us all. So, um, I'd say when you have a role like that, especially like you were saying with Harry Potter as well, when it goes on for you know series or years and multiple films, um, it's very very hard to shake because it's such a big part Mm -hmm. of your life. Um, moving from our hard sells to our rotter hots of the week. Um. Your favourite part, we love to rot stuff, don't we? I'm surprised we don't call this segment Rotter Rot, where we just talk about all the things we hate. Rotty
1: and rotter. (laughs)
0: oh my god I love that um so yeah
1: okay I'll start with the raw okay because I'm trying to be more positive so I'll just like get it out of my system first um so my rod is um Muhammad Hadid Gigi um and Bella Hadid's dad has come out and said that um she's completely self-made um I believe he wrote (laughs) yeah he took to Instagram um to say 20 things that you don't know about um Gigi she's only gonna be 26 isn't that crazy
0: Oh my God, are you serious?
1: For some reason I thought she was older. She's literally done so much already. But um, yeah, she never took a single dollar from her parents. Um, And yeah, I just, this whole self-made thing, I feel like the word, I'd I'd never heard the word self-made until that Forbes piece about Kylie Jenner. Like, are we just going to keep attaching self-made to these stars you know like Kylie Jenner she's born into wealth like Gigi Hadid born into wealth okay she didn't take a dollar from her parents but like the Hadid name itself is worth millions like and it's just growing as the day goes by so this thing of of self-made I mean I don't I don't necessarily like to bash you know these young brilliant like successful businesswomen. they're obviously brilliant at what they do but like are they self-made come on like no
0: I know like you like if we were to take you know someone who's famous against someone who isn't famous it's, I feel like becoming self-made like you have the connections already when you've got a famous family backing you, yeah. you know like if you want to meet an a, a music agent or you want to meet the best of the best in movie production or someone who can help you design a handbag line like you really have incredible access to the best of the best straight away compared to someone who you know like you or me if we wanted to I don't know get a booking with Chanel to talk about bringing out a collection Mm -hmm. like it would be a lot harder for us than let's just say a young Gigi had it pre-fame yeah
1: definitely um so yeah that's pretty much my my rod of the week and then my hot is um so Hilary Duff um see this is interesting like Hilary Duff was in Lizzie McGuire so I guess for a lot of fans, like if they saw Hillary in later years, they'd say, "Oh, that's Lizzie McGuire." But I feel like she's she did a very good job of kind of easing herself out of it. Like she's been in a good few things
0: since. Um, so yeah, let's never let's never forget about Material Girls. What an absolutely incredible film!
1: <laughs> I don't think I've
0: actually seen that. What? Oh my god, that has to go on your. I'm gonna actually just check when that film came out. Material Girls.
1: Who was it with? Is it with her sister or something?
0: yeah it's hillary and hayley oh
1: yes yeah oh my god the poster is literally burned into the back of my brain 2006 (laughs) every single person (laughs) had that dvd in their house
0: um, oh my! I remember just thinking I want to start I think it was a cosmetics company that they that they created and I was like okay me and my sister once she's like 11 or 12 <laughs> we are going into business together and we're going to bring out a range of bloody blushes and lip glosses <laughs> like and Kylie that,
1: Jenner was shook you literally why did <laughs> we go through the Denise you could be the first self-made Irish billionaire
0: honestly the material girl herself um the curtains versus the kardashian jenners the curtains versus the kardashian (laughs) jenners i can i can see myself on forbes like i have the suit i have the blazer
1: (laughs) oh my god i went so off track okay we love basically we love Hilary duff okay she's going to be starring as sophie in um basically it's the how i met your mother uh not not remake, but it's like kind of a switcheroo. So it's gonna be called How I Met Your Father, but it's gonna follow the same sequence of How I Met Your Mother, where um Ted Mosby is going like in episodes going through his life leading up to meeting his child's mother. So Hilary Duff is gonna be playing Sophie and then it will have the same sequence um but I think yeah I think this could be fun because um I imagine it's going to be based in New York I'm not sure where Harry I Met Your Mother was based but I, I imagine it's going to be a great you know Sophie and a great group, group of girls going through their 20s you know dating and trying to find baby daddies and husbands and whatnot so um yeah I'm excited for this
0: I'm excited for that too and I love an old switcheroo I know um she's all that is getting a remake it's going to be coming out on netflix and it's starring addison ray the tiktok star and it's called he's all that and it's basically doing a switcheroo of the leads as ah. well and i just i think it's fun it's an it's a fresh take on like you know an old film or an old series and i am um, yeah i like i like the idea behind it mm. what are you really, really, really doing my rotter hot okay i'm going to start with my rot as well to get it out <laughs> of my system I mean, my pandem irritation. I, I, I can't say that word in one breath. It's quite I a tricky word, yeah. Pandem irritation. My pandem irritation um, is at an all-time high, so I think it's good to get this rot out. So, as you've probably heard, Logan Paul's younger brother, Jake Paul, they're both YouTubers, is set to take to the ring with Tommy Fury, who was a Love Island star in 2019, and he's also a professional boxer, after Jake Paul won his latest match at the weekend against Ben Askren. So... These YouTuber reality TV star turned pro boxer fights <laughs> where they're kind of calling each other out and then taking to the ring. It's just, I just dislike them. I know TikToker Bryce Hall, in the next couple of weeks, he's set to fight Austin McBroom, who's a former basketball player. And yeah, it's just all over all my social media where they're like ripping into each other. And it's just this kind of, I'm more macho. I'm more, I'm going to kill you kind of, I don't know, situation. Yeah, I mean, their reality crossover TV star turned...
1: Professional boxer line, like literally, got me like I was literally laughing mid sentence because like the fucking years and money that people put into becoming boxers, and then he's like, "Oh no, I'm famous and I have a bit of clout, so I'm just going to throw myself into this." Um, but also, how cute yeah. are you? You're like the the biggest defender of Molly Haig and Tommy Fury.
0: <laughs> like, oh my god! If anyone I, comes I'm, for my king I'm, or I'm, queen,
1: I'm... I'm going to drag them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> honest to god like, you know what's even sad is that they're 21 like i'm basically their mother <laughs> but i am so behind molly may i think she is honestly the purest soul alive and i just think she gets so incredibly and unrightfully dragged yeah. that it, honestly it makes me fucking emotional i tell you <laughs> very, it really you, like, really definitely does you
1: have like a secret account where you're like uh denise may Hague fury or something and you're like um like sharing the behind the scenes pictures or like pap pictures of um, molly may and tommy fury
0: oh absolutely <laughs> molly may world 2k 21 that's Where the that's bio my has account, like, like
1: molly may faved my tweet on the 20th of may
0: 2018
1: <laughs> uh tommy like and you're like commenting all tommy's pics being like tommy please wish me a happy birthday <laughs>
0: oh god every single day of the year in hopes um yeah i know honestly i do love her and you know what actually to just give her a little wee plug in here um if you haven't used filter by molly Mae the tan is actually great i'm really obsessed with it you know i really really am um but yeah that's so off topic again <laughs> yeah uh jay paul is set to fight tommy fury anyway and i just think it's bloody ridiculous just tiktok youtubers like granted if you want to you know take up a sport fabulous but i just hate how they go about it i hate the whole kind of i don't know facade they yeah, put the on when they're just kind stuff. of
1: i mean anytime uh, mcgregor like does be fighting someone he's always talking about like having sex with their mom and stuff like that it's just disgusting like it doesn't need to happen
0: it doesn't need to happen and then when they win it's even yeah. worse like watching Jake Paul win that match that he had and I keep saying match fight (laughs) win that match like he's playing GAA in the local pitch Uh,
1: when he hits him a punch and they get a a goal that's like that's like me as a sports commentator I would not have a clue
0: (laughs) oh my god you and me both but yeah uh the fight the fight I have to really get fight into my brain uh yeah I just when he had that fight he won and he was just all over the place i thought he was just the bee's knees cat's pajamas and just the way he goes about it i'm like oh my god that's giving him a new level to stand on where he's just gonna i just feel like he's turning into a monster yeah. it freaks me out so um yeah apparently this fight is gonna it's gonna be happening me and molly may will be probably ringside <laughs> together You'll little cheering on our tommy <laughs> with our pom-poms cheering on our tommy <laughs> <laughs> um and then my hot of the week my hot is A movie recommendation. If you haven't seen Promising Young Woman yet, I would say watch it right this instant. It's a massive talking point at the moment and obviously for all the right reasons, the movie is hands down the best film I've watched this year and totally worth jumping on if you haven't yet. I don't want to give too much away, um, but it stars uh, Carrie Mulligan, Alison Brie, Jennifer Coolidge, Laverne Cox, to name a few. Um, I actually read one really, really good tweet. Let me find it now and it put it in a really good way.
1: Um, Yeah, I didn't know that um, Emma Emerald Fennel like the the it's, I, I sound like crown obsessed uh on this episode but um the actress who played Camilla is actually the person who wrote Promising Young Woman
0: oh my god either did I so that's new news to me too that's incredible yeah
1: she's very yeah. saucy um, as Camilla in the crown
0: oh very hella saucy But um, the tweet that I found said, Promising Young Woman is finally out and I urge everyone to watch it. An utter masterpiece on the lasting trauma and rage of a Me Too. Couldn't sleep for days afterwards. If anyone wants to commission me to write a million words on it, it's genius and I'm right here. So that was by Holly Byrne, um, who's based in the UK. So yeah, it's it's just such a great film. Um, You can watch and rent it now from Now TV or Sky Cinema and it is honestly bang for your buck. So I would... Recommend anyone and everyone to give it a whack.
1: Yeah, no, I haven't. Uh, I haven't um, seen it, but I've heard so much about it.
0: No, you'll love it. You'll definitely, definitely love it. It's certainly one to watch. Mm-hmm. Maybe sometime later in the week or next weekend, you'll really, really, really enjoy it. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's my rotter hot. I'm really glad we did our rots first and got them out of the way because sometimes if you do your hot first, not that we would ever start with something <laughs> positive, but you know, you'd have the rot rotting in the background. So. <laughs> yeah. it,
1: just, it's uh, uh, it's just a presence in the background, getting bigger and worse.
0: Yeah, no, it it absolutely is. And even um, on last week's episode, my my rot and hot. I then did my tiktok of the week and it was almost a rot as well so i was really kind of i was preparing myself for the pandem irritation that was was (laughs) definitely on its way it really really was kind of
1: when you say pandem irritation you kind of sound like hermione when she's like do you know like it's leviosa not leviosa it's pandem irritation it's not pandem
0: irritation irritation. yeah (laughs) i know even like looking at the word pandem irritation i think where i get stuck is maybe the e-m-i-r-r from like moving from the pandemic into the irritation it's It's just a little difficult it really is it really is there's me trying to back myself up like you're okay it's okay (laughs) that you're stuck Um, so
1: come Uh, here what is your your tiktok trend of the week my cool
0: yes yeah i'm down with the kids how do you do fellow kids kids?
1: (laughs) correspondent denise curtain enter the chat (laughs)
0: So the TikTok trend of the week. I'm actually really enjoying this one because it's food for thought, if you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying. Um, Every girl either has the features, apparently, of a brat, a Barbie or a fairy. And the trend has been going through multiple friend groups, showing various characteristics and how every gal has more of a look of one of the three. I was thinking about it and you're definitely brats.
1: Me? Geez, I was going to say, is there not a troll option or something like... (laughs)
0: a troll you know the little troll trolls with the sticky
1: uppy hair oh my god a brass suburbium, what's the other option a fairy a fairy but like what yeah like as in tinkerbell or like
0: i actually don't know but i feel like a fairy i kind of feel like a fairy is kind of like you know like gorgeous curly hair or like a little pinched face that's kind of what I imagine a fairy or really really cool like fun style I think that would be fairy yeah I mean it's, a cute they're all,
1: it's cute they're all complimentary I would say you're definitely probably um Barbie because you have like your long life like legs and arms and like you're always you've always got like <laughs> lovely makeup and like hair and long stuff.
0: legs I'm literally 5'5 five five. <laughs> long long <laughs> you legs so <laughs> you look so tall from your insta Oh, it's probably because I stretch all the pictures, give myself like that six foot stature. No, I'm only 5'5", five five, but I will take long legs as a compliment. Probably the first time in my life I've heard it, but I am going to really, really soak in it now. Um, I need it. I need that ego boost. So thank you very, very much. But yeah, I think, I think you're a brats. I think you're brats
1: um I, I don't know maybe maybe I have like the fucking bad attitude of like brat doll but otherwise <laughs> no. um I don't know but listen listen I'll take it as I sit here like in my pajamas and a blanket wrapped around my neck uh, I will absolutely take that I look <laughs> like brat style.
0: but yeah no it's definitely something for listeners to analyze among your own friend group I think it's a really fun trend I just think when I think about it, even my mom like my mom is such a fairy my housemate Shauna such a fairy like Everyone has a characteristic of one of the three when you think about it. And it is just a really fun game to play. So I really yeah. love it. I think Barbie as well is kind of like gals who are blazers, shirts. Like they have a more chic look. Yeah,
1: they should make like a, a line of like Barbie or Bratz dolls where it's like lockdown edition and it's like, uh, like crusty ass eyeline, uh, roots like into <laughs> the ears. And she's got like a pyjamas with like a hole in the crotch and no one knows how it
0: got there, like every pair of pajamas i've ever bloody owned is a hole in the crotch i swear to god what is the story like i don't know how it happens like am i doing the splits in my sleep like i just i never i'll never know we'll never ever know but that is in fairness all we have time for this week i'm just looking at the time and i actually feel like we hit it nail on the head this week maybe potentially fingers crossed
1: yeah this this was a this was a good week um so yeah thank you so much for listening guys
0: you like this is a class week if i say so myself i think i sounded (laughs) unreal But yeah, like always, we're really, really loving the support and all the really nice messages. My inbox is like blowing up. But no, thank you so, so much to everyone who has rated the show so far. If you haven't yet, you can do so on Apple Podcasts. Please do give it five stars. If not, just pretend you don't see it. Um, and continue listening, sharing it with your friends and so on and so forth, because the support is absolutely mighty. And we'll be back again with you next Wednesday.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.